Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Dropping the X, an unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. My name is Tired, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Diego, uh, aka Sleepy, and Bullet Beast, snoring. And we have a little bit of uh, DVD release news as well as something slightly interesting to discuss. And we're also going to cover episode 80, which is apparently evil and terrible. It's both. (laughs) Yeah. So in terms of um, DVD release news, the movie, which is called Phantom Rouge, I would have forgotten that. Phantom, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Is releasing on July the 24th. Um, along with some rental DVDs? Um, well, it's going to on the 24th, it comes out, the movie comes out, and then the third uh, soundtrack for the movie. Awesome. Or not the movie, but for the series, which I'm assuming has some of the tracks that were actually in this episode, because I've never heard them before. Like when a certain person is getting killed and murdered. Sure. Um, not like yeah. we're not gonna talk about it in like five. Oh, minutes, I know, but... I know. That's true. Uh, when Ponzu's getting killed, the background track is definitely new. I've never heard that before. But like you've talked about, um, in Japan, they still have rental video shops yep. because of reasons, as one of them being that DVD prices are expensive as a motherfucker, so people just rent them. Blu-ray and, prices are like double that. <laughs> right. So um, they are releasing uh, GI. Uh, Great Island is going to be coming out. I'm in on May 22nd. You're going to be able to get Volume 22 and 23, which is considered the third and fourth part of GI. Mm-hmm. Volumes 20 and 21, which is part one and two, are now available at your rental store. If you live in Japan. And then Volume 24 is going to be coming out on June 19th, which will be the last part of of the arc. Yep. So make sure, if you can't rent it right away, to hide it behind some anime no one's going to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm sure people are going to be thrilled to go back and watch this because it hadn't been animated before. Oh, wait. No, it had. Oops. Yep. Uh, as far as anything regarding this piece of news, any talks, comments, commentary, anything? Um, well, the DVD release news does mean that a lot of people will be able to watch the movie. Yes. That's true. Including us. We'll definitely mm-hmm. have, once the movie comes methods. out, Yeah, we'll have methods to, to watch it, and then we'll make sure to give our own review. We kind of had our, our Japanese correspondent uh, review it already. Yep. And uh, but we can actually give our own take on it once the movie comes out. And as far as the soundtrack goes, that means that all you guys will eventually get to hear it throughout the podcast, throughout the next whenever it comes out. Because I'll get it and I'll splice it in through the episodes. Sweet. Yeah, that's good because I don't actually pay attention when background music is on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too busy focusing on what's happening yeah well it's it's a whole entire scope of things for me because I enjoy 
like if you have shitty background music while a scene is happening i'll be like yeah this needs to go it'll ruin a scene for me like the ending theme song yes like i did not enjoy how the transition went from oh right there's chaos and destruction and then la 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 that's why you um use one of the other songs at the end mm-hmm. yeah but then you might end up with some shows that are absolutely the opposite of that where the ending theme is somber as fuck and something <laughs> silly was happening all show mm-hmm. yeah Stupid Black Lagoon. They're dumb, <laughs> sad. Anything. Yes, there's always the saddest sad. Like, it just pulls you into depression immediately. You're like, oh yeah. no, the episode's ending. Also, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Remy's, or Remy's feet through the snow. And she's dropping her guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what was she doing? Walking on the beach? Was it walking on the... I thought she was walking in the snow. Something. I don't really know. She's I'm walking in... Huh? In something. Um, I don't know. All I remember is sadness. Yeah, yeah it's uh, somebody walking. I barely I turn, remembered it was Remy. Then I turned it off immediately. Yeah, I just like, click, next. I remember it was Remy just because she like starts dropping her guns. And her right. guns are very very much noticeable you can tell which ones are which or recognizable that's the word i was about to say that i forgot so iconic even (laughs) yeah (laughs) possibly designed exclusively for her um the other bit of news is that shonen jump um is preparing for their indoor theme park and they started releasing sketches and such um it's gonna open july 11th so if you're in the area of Shansan, Shanda, Sunshine City World Import Mart in Ikebukuro, Ikebukuro, in Tokyo. Um, they got some stuff for you to pay money to go do. Yep. Constantly. If you're, if yeah. you're a child, because this well, looks like stuff for children. Or you could be an adult, because there's clearly adults writing these things and being part of this. <laughs> yeah, I was and like, if like, you want to go creep sores. All over the place. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. I certainly know of two adults that are going to be going to this. Yes. Because they, they, pay, they had people pay them money to go. Yes. Yeah, that that Kickstarter actually succeeded. Yep. yep. Uh, it, it succeeded and <laughs> it succeeded and they're continuing to do extra ones. Like, oh, hey, um, maybe we can go to Oda's hometown. Uh-huh. Or maybe we can uh, get someone else to go with us. Wonderful. So pay for his ticket too. Uh, congratulations. Yes. Yep. Draining your fans dry. Love it. I mean, it's the old. You just, you just, <laughs> the fans decided that's what they want to do, which is sad, but yeah. it's well, their money. Mm-hmm. When people well, give money did... to Zach Braff, what did Zach Braff do in Kickstarter? He basically went out there and he ruined it for everyone by saying, hey, I have this idea for a movie, which is kind of like a spiritual successor to Garden State. I need you guys' help to make the movie my way, blah, blah, blah. So people are like, okay, cool, here's money. Make the movie. Well, apparently it was all a ploy to get a studio to notice about it. Oh, yeah, because a studio picked it up, and so all he's got like five million dollars now for nothing for 
like okay just just because because the studio completely backed it and so he just kind of ruined kickstarter because everyone's like well he's rich why the hell did he need our money when he was going to have someone back the movie studio for him so it just kind of like defeated the purpose of kickstarter because it's meant for people to to be able to you know, make little projects get off the ground. Not right, right. That wouldn't that wouldn't be funded by big companies. Exactly. In which case, this one was, and so everyone was like, "Well, then what the fuck was the point?" And so he's gone under scrutiny for for basically breaking Kickstarter. Yes. Well, the, the problem with that is that um, big Kickstarters that are successful and have a famous person's name attached to it. Mm-hmm. They're all widely reported in the media. Yep. I mean, they're usually like video games, but with a movie, like people are always going to say, see, if people are willing to donate $5 million or whatever, mm-hmm. that means that this idea has a sizable fan base, which means it has an audience that we could sell it to. So even if the studio is only picking it up for distribution, because even if you make the movie yourself, you still need someone, um, you still going to need the money to get it into theaters. Yep. And the big studio is what's going to be able to do that for you. Right. But that so was the, the, the five whole... the five million dollars could have still been used to make the movie and just use the studio's movie for dis- money for distribution. Well, the problem with it was that he set it up so that the minimum you could do was ten dollars. So uh-huh. it wasn't like a you can just put whatever money you want. It's like if you're going to donate, your minimum bid is going to be ten bucks. Oh, so that sounds like it's it. on purpose. So it's like, hey, look. Technically, these guys would have bought a ticket, right? Mm. So that's what well, was incentive for the for the thing the... is, even though it was set up like that, mm-hmm. people still willingly put their ten dollars there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, because so, again, it's it was being to believe that nobody was looking at this from a movie studio because I don't know. You have people that are like, "Oh my god, I love Garden State," and this is a, a sequel successor or whatever it is to it. Probably no one was going to buy it, and then they saw that this many people were willing to donate money. And of course, if you have um, a certain percentage just willing to donate money, you have many more people that like aren't going to back the project, but they'll watch it when it's in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, a studio looking at that, and knowing that he did a decent amount with Garden State for how much it costs, are totally like sure. But we should talk about Hunter Hunter. Right, I was just about to get back on it. So you might want to ask yourself how this theme park is getting any sort of way um, concerning Hunter Hunter. Well, there's one little arena park where there's actually a mini attraction for Hunter Hunter and Gintama and Toriko and, and Bleach. Bleach. Yeah. Bleach doesn't get a big ride. Nope. No, because everything else seems to be Dragon Ball, Naruto, and One Piece. So clearly, like, Bleach's heyday is mm-hmm. done. Um, but did even Toriko get pushed back? Is he not part of the big three anymore? Did they resurrect no. Dragon Ball Z and make that yeah, part of with, uh with the new movie that they came out. <laughs> with, and they're like, no, no. It's, even though there's no new material, we're still going to make it consider the big three. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Dragon Ball's still popular. Yep. But they're going to have food inspired by Shonen Jump characters. Um, special mention to Kentucky Strawberry Parfait. 
Yep, so this is just the stuff that's going to be ready for July 11th. Obviously, with the indoor theme park, there's a size restriction. So my guess is, be, well, is that at some point they will start rotating out rides and doing new stuff. Otherwise, people will get extremely bored yeah. and they won't be making money after a while. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully um, we'll have at least one person go... And then I'm sure they'll post about what kind of rides are available or what kind of attractions are. So in case you're interested, we'll keep you updated, I suppose. Yeah. If anything changes, why not? Yeah. Or maybe we can even get our uh, our dude in Japan to go. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he might be able to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak on his behalf. I'll ask him, but... Perhaps. If it's a, if it's a Shonen Jump thing, I'm sure he'll be... Along with all the other Shonen Jump fans out there in Japan, they'll go. You can find like the little Hunter Hunter corner that's probably like under a burlap sack. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at the uh, at the the drawing, the schematic for it, mm-hmm. design, it's literally one booth all the way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> where kids get to look at the word Hunter. Yeah, there you go. It's like, here, here's your own jelly-filled human being. You can pretend to be a chimera ant. Yes. Take this to the queen. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I could see that being a a pretty cool, like, disastrous outcome. (laughs) So that's it for news. Uh, The other thing that we're going to go over is episode 80 of the anime. Which is titled Evil and Terrible. And Terrible. 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 Like Charles Barkley. Yep. So, this episode <laughs> opens just like... I'm sorry. Destroying all of your feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like, here, here's the backstory to this guy whose face you have not seen. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll continue to not show you his face in the backstory by having him like shaded out. The way that he was shaded out totally reminded me of One Punch Man for a certain reason. I don't know, it's just because they didn't show him with any hair. Mm-hmm. He was just uh-huh. bald. And I was just like, man, this is tragic. <laughs> I did not expect so, to feel these things. Daryl, this guy who's been hailed as the king of NGL, is, well, he, he's kind of a, a tragic figure mm-hmm. um, in... That you, you've only heard about him in terms of how he's the connection to these drugs that are worse than everything in real life. Yep. And what happened was that when he was born, somehow, he was born into this construction camp. I don't know why they were still working after 12 years. But, um, it's never any construction. It's Yeah, it's just yeah. building life, probably yeah. prisoners. So... He um, lived with his father, who was abusive and alcoholic. And his father never spoke to him, basically. Mm-hmm. So, from birth up until year seven, Jaro didn't speak either, because he didn't hear any words to go and say. And, and the minute he was old enough to be able to work, he's been working. Um... He learned how to lay bricks and all of that instead of playing with toys and 
having imaginary fights and running through the jungle, like gone, yes. um, playing with wild animals they shouldn't be playing with. And this guy basically had a, a really sad and unprivileged life where um, you work hard all day and then you come home and you be quiet because children are to be seen and not heard. <laughs> And preferably not seen at all. I was like, neither seen nor heard. It seems more appropriate because he's at the top bunk. So it's yeah. like, you get up there, you stay there. And you don't you have, move. You don't move. You don't make you any trouble for anyone. twice in right. 24 hours. And before 9 p.m. Yeah. That's daddy's happy time. So and, don't um, fuck with it. <laughs> but despite all this... Go ahead. Despite all this... Uh, Giro or Gyro still considered his father to be kind of a god. Mm -hmm. He had right. this whole admiration for his dad, like, oh my god, you know, he needs me. I definitely, like, like he was respected despite him being constantly abused. And he believed that his dad truly loved him. And the two reasons for this, as the narrator says, is that First was the belief that his father took care of him when he was nearly dying from an illness at the age of five. Mm -hmm. Talking about how he had like a fever. And every so often he'd have the towels. Because when you have a fever, people put towels on your forehead. It's supposed to help you out. Yes, that's how Japan works. Yeah. Wet towels. It's supposed to wet, wet yeah. lower your temperature. So they, uh, he would change him out and make sure that he would be alive, obviously. And the second reason was that his father never once told him to leave, which made uh, Gyro very proud. Until is, suddenly... <laughs> is he was like, well, if he never told me to leave, that must be because he wants me to some degree. And if he kept me alive, that must mean that he doesn't have a problem with me living. Because he probably sort of likes me, but it's just awkward. And my father and one, loves me, he just won't tell me because he's too proud. One thing we missed um, is that the bed that they sleep in makes a ton of noise when you move. Mm -hmm. So um, when Jaro would move throughout the night, father would get pissed and kick him awake, basically, yes. from the bottom bunk. And he learned how to sleep in the fetal position and not make any noise ever. Yeah, so in case you thought your, back, your parents were fucking... Complaining about your parents. Thinking again. So, he's talking to this bigger kid about this for some strange reason. He thought this was something he could bring up in conversation and the well, kid think, be okay with it. I think he talks about how the boy had always picked on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, like the boy had always. Him. Like he was always like a bully to him and everything. So, I'm sure that he told him, like, nobody likes you or nobody loves you. You could just die or something. And that's when he would be like, no, but my father loves me. Like, I could see that being very easy, just like inferred sort of a thing, just to be like, all oh, right, that's how he got there. And dude's like, is that what you think? <laughs> okay, let me tell you what actually happened. Um, so it turns out that somebody else took care of you because your father wasn't interested in whether you lived or died. Um, and he still isn't. But you make money when you're alive, so it's kind of profitable that you are. And if you died, well, you know, then he wouldn't have to look at your face anymore. Yep, he just keep drinking. 
And the whole reason that he never told you to leave is because you make money for him. Yep. Right. It's free booze. Without you, he has no money for extra liquor. Mm-hmm. So, Daddy likes his medicine. Yes. Meanwhile, he's getting his ass kicked by this kid. Yeah, he, he got completely destroyed and the kid is like standing yeah. on his head. Yeah, because yeah, like whatever. he got mad and he was like, oh, I'm going to attack you in rage. Except I'm a shitty, like frail kid who can't really, hurt him anything. I really like how this whole entire background or not the background, but the, the story was animated very black and white. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which was pretty awesome, except for the blood. Like the blood was very apparent. Yeah, except yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, but the color comes back in the next part, where, uh, or, or actually, well, that's in the future, but yeah. So while he's getting his head stomped on, he sees something he never thought he would. And he just sees his dad staring there like, eh, whatever, and then walks away. They, they lock eyes, and mm-hmm. his father just leaves. And, like, this fills him with rage, and, mm-hmm. like, he, he gets a hammer, and he goes home and murders his father. And that's when the and color comes back, yeah. Right. At age 12. And 20. they talk about how um, nine years later, he founded NGL. And nine years after that, he became the king. So, dude's about 30. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. That's when he realizes that he has no one. He's like, my life is insignificant to the universe as a whole. I have no one. And the whole lesson that his dad always taught him was don't ever make trouble for anyone but what he meant to say is don't make trouble for me because I don't want to be held responsible. I don't want to be put into extra more trouble than I need to be. Mm-hmm. And then he meant, and then he kind of changed that up more like, yeah. Cause he realized that the word, humans. he realized the word that he used was like mean again. And it was like, that's like human. <laughs> so right. and he's like, fuck that. He meant that I wasn't a human the whole time. Right. Fuck this fuck everything. So he decided that he was going to destroy humans. Mm-hmm. No, no and is that what he said in this part? I thought that yeah. was okay. He was going to ruin the lives of everyone. Oh, right, right, right. That's true. Okay. So he made. He, that's why he made D two, or D D. Yeah. Oh, right. D D. Well, the reason why I was saying that is because um, that whole entire the this this all takes place way way in the manga way 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 down the road when. Mm-hmm. Um, as you obviously saw, he got eaten and taken. Or no, he didn't get eaten, but he got beat up pretty quick, badly because there was blood all over the chair. Mm-hmm. And he got taken over to the queen. But in the manga, it happens when, um, after that, once his, I guess, I don't his know. His fate has been sealed? Yeah, I guess once mm-hmm. his fate has been sealed. So it's it's pretty interesting that they decided to put this particular background story here. Because, uh, like... People were confused, right, Bullabies? They were like, "Am I supposed to give a fuck about this guy?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, clearly, because they went, they took all the time to do his backstory and artistic it way. So, the obviously, that way, yeah. obviously, you're supposed to care, um, and it's kind of hard not to. Mm-hmm. This gyro guy with his bad life and his desire to murder huge numbers of human beings, yes. um, becomes through a stroke of fate entangled with the chimera ants because obviously um yunjung is complaining immediately about like i should have killed that guy or at the very least eaten him instead of giving him to um 
the cult. But basically, I like, and this is the sentiment is echoed by several other ants throughout the episode that I love to hunt and have good fights and such. So that's why I did this. But it, I just wanted to kill that guy. I think it was also that when he said he kind of recognized that he was different than most humans. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's like, gyro. It's like, I probably realized that there was something off about him, and that's why I was like, I should have eaten him. I mean, and alas, he was, I did not. he was the king of this whole civilization, mm. so if you beat him, you should eat him. Yeah. <laughs> so, this whole time, like, um, Hanzu and Poco and their entourage have sort of been watching the area that, um, Jaro has been raining in jail from, and they're they're talking about how Ponzi tried to contact the hunters that are within the country that she knew was there, but they're all dead. So, um, her bees basically haven't been able to convey the message as to what they've been seeing, and they're like laying the a plan to get the fuck out of there and I love that as they're mid conversation and the dude with the white hair is like let's let's go he just gets I was trying to figure out if he got um decapitated yeah just punched super hard (laughs) before before that happens though the reason why they're after this is because um Colt is talking to Chidu Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, yeah, you know, um, they're in the nest, and they're talking about how grunts keep getting killed. And Chidu's like, yeah, you know, I lost one of mine, and Sazan's like, lost three. And what was it? It's like, well, it's not guns, so what the hell was it? It's not a man-made weapon. Uh, the grunts couldn't, they just felt like something happened, and they couldn't they see it. Like, right, and then Gold's like, well, where are the corpses? And he's like, Peggy's inspecting them. So he goes over, and there's the three dead bodies that Pokal fought last episode. Obviously, one of them is riddled with bullets, so they're like, oh, that one's, you know, the dead from bullets, so there he goes. And these ones have punctures in their skulls, but the grunt said that they didn't see anything. They felt like something was shot, but they could not see anything. And then the, and then Colt's like, okay, well, clearly there's uh, grunts that can't see but they can feel their surroundings, right? Yes. And human and humans, if humans have this power, then we should be able to eat them and then inherit this power. And that's when Penguin's like, well, actually, no. <laughs> the greatest threat that humans have is that the ability to adapt and learn. Yep. And he's like, if they find out that our weakness is the queen, uh, they'll come for her. And... Um, Colt is like, you fool. All that means is we have to protect it. Yeah. Peggy's like, oh, right, right, right. You're, you're right, of course. My bad. How could I be so stupid? Yeah, I mean, we were just going to leave her to die, but okay. Right. I was going to run the fuck away with my books, <laughs> yeah. but her. I mean, your idea sounds fun, too. Um, and that's when he turns around. He's like, leave the safety of Reyna to me. And he's like, Reyna? Who, who's Reyna? And they Colt is like, who's Reyna? Like, what are we talking about? Reyna? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to leave. 
You know what's funny is I didn't realize it until now, but Reina is queen in Spanish. Yeah, that was the whole thing. <laughs> I know. I think that they would pick a name for his little sister that means yep. queen. I did not that, think so about that until now. So it makes it easy for the transference of that idea in his head. Yeah. And it also helps that um, this island, because um, we get introduced to the ruler of East Gorto later, and his name is Diego. Mm-hmm. So even though this is like a, a Polynesian island type area, a south like a South Pacific type theme, um, the characters are still Spanish mm-hmm. for some reason, probably because they all immigrated there. Um, but that's cool that they kept with the Spanish thing, and I didn't even notice. Yeah. I know, not until now. I was like, oh right, Reina. Mm-hmm. So after that. So Colt is all obsessed with protecting the queen, and all of the other talking ants just don't give a fuck. You're like, oh, okay, we're we're all into what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, if the queen stays alive till the king is born, I guess. But otherwise, like, Yujin wants to kill people. Zazan wants to kill people. That guy that found the guns just is randomly shooting in the air. <laughs> He's yeah, just shooting people. He's like, oh, He's like this is humans. this is awesome. I get it. Like this is totally why people like the cowboy thing. He's just like firing into the air. Yeah, but basically, Colt has this whole strategy of like, okay, clearly the only people who can use weapons are us, but the humans don't know that. So we should have a great intimidation value. So yep. we could definitely like let the let the the soldiers, the people that are capable of of seeing things, I guess, or talking, go out and try to find these the reason why these soldiers got killed. And that's when this whole entire mm-hmm. situation happens on poor Pokel's group. Yeah. It's oh, just, okay. Yeah, it was definitely beheading because I I just saw his head land. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely he gets beheaded. Yeah, he he gets beheaded so quickly that his brain doesn't realize he's dead yeah, yet. And he can yeah. still his and he's, he's still talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what what what's happening? Oh my god, we're all gonna die! Mm-hmm. And um, Poco is immediately like, okay, let me get my arrow, and he shoots him, and he shoots the um insect mm-hmm. in the head, and it drops, and it's like, okay, guys, we gotta get out of here and hurry, contact the hunter association. And the spider dude is just like, whoa, 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 guys, guys, come on, don't tell me you were going to leave. It's like, I just climbed this fucking mountain up here. <laughs> I am not. Mm-hmm. But Buckle def- shoots his orange arrow. Well, he's surprised because he's like, what a human face. What is going on? Like, And it's such a creepy face, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old man face. Yeah. That's permanently blushing. And green. And- he, he fires and um, Poco fires and dude catches it. Like, what, what? what is this? How come the dude just took that in the face and didn't do anything? And Poco is shocked because he caught the arrow and it's his fastest and he caught it like he was throwing a pebble at him slowly mm-hmm. like a two-year-old. And so he fires again and he catches it with the other hand. Um, Later, sorry, because mm-hmm. he, um, he grabbed the other dude, Panda or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he caught him, and then he's just like, chomp, and bites his head off. And it's like, oh god, look at what I did. I just ate him. I was, we were supposed to be giving these in, and I didn't even think about it, and I bit his head off, and this is terrible. Yeah. And he fires the other arrow, which he catches, because um, he has four hands and four feet. Yes. Like a spider. Except no hands for spiders. 
Uh, that would be they had creepy opposable, as they had hell. opposable thumbs, like, <laughs> game over, okay? Dude, if, if real spiders had hands, I'd be like, oh, man. I'm out of here. Yep. I don't I need quit. this life. I'm done. But the spider guy basically says, you know, this is what the grunts couldn't see. I can see it clearly. He's, he's able to see Nen, basically. He's like, so this energy that creates this weapon comes from the life force inside your body. And that's why he's like, you're going to make one nutritious meal for the queen. Yep. And that's when... And Hope's he's like, like, oh yeah, red arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no. He goes, uh, alright, take this, another orange arrow. But yeah. he uses it as a distraction since he knew the guy was going to try to catch it. And then he, try- he uh, starts beating him up uh, physically in his face. Yep. And then, then he yeah. tries to go for the kill with the red arrow and then gets bopped. By Zaza. Yeah. She probably stabbed him with a yeah. scorpion. Yes, finger. she did. It, it's it's clearly in the manga. He gets stabbed in the back. Yeah. As soon as you as soon as he falls, you see the stinger right behind him. Yeah. And she's That's like pulling it back. Well, there's there's a little bit. Of, you can't see the blood because the the angle that they showed it is basically from his face. Backwards, yeah, but so the blood can. should still be on the stinger, which we do see. Right. But anyway, semantics, because yeah. there's a lot of blood later. Right. <laughs> um, and it was some at the beginning of the episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to illustrate that Pokal's not dead, because that's what Ponzi was talking about, as she's running away. And I'm like, but Spider-Dude, clearly there were four people there in the beginning. I, why are you not concerned with the fact that there's three? I think it's because he didn't there's, really see her. Mm-hmm. He was it's too like, busy looking at the arrow and being contemplated by Pogo being like, oh, hey, so this is what's been killing people. This life force that you're talking about, what is this? Foreshadowing. And he and Zazan walk away. And, like, he's getting um, chewed out. Because he was, instead of dropping the stuff to fight Poco, who clearly was punching him in the face and he probably would have been able to beat him. He just is still holding on to both arrows and the body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can just drop the stuff. He's like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> These hands can also put things down. And they like walk off um, with Pokemon's body. And Ponzu's like, fuck this, I need to get out of here. <laughs> but um, I also need to save Pokemon because they, they mentioned giving him to the queen to eat. So he's not going to be dead right away. So there's still time. And she's like hiding behind a building, scribbling a note. Yeah. Like giving it to the bees. Just find any hunter she's with scribbling. strong aura. You, you can't really, I, again, you can't really tell, but she ends up scribbling with blood. Because that's what she used for yeah. ink. Because she was in such a panic. She's like, I need to get this out. So she uses blood. But the, the thing that was, I think, the creepiest out of the whole entire episode, despite of how evil and terrible it was, mm-hmm. um, was when she praised them. When she praised Pike. And then that little uh-huh. face kind of like glazed overlook that he got where he's like, oh my god. Yeah. I was like, I did not know. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> and it's also because um, when you think about where Zazan is going in terms of what she thinks she should be able to do, it's like, yeah, that's also extra layer of sexual creepy. Mm, yeah. And um, so Ponzu sends her bees off. And then she starts running again, and she, like, runs straight into bullets. Yes. Yeah. She 
She's like, I have to make it to the border. I have to get out of here. We're counting on you. Go. And then, bam. Yeah. Just Bullet. happens to run into the guy that happened to be John Wooing the fuck out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, these guns are awesome. And he looks at the body. Because he shot her. Like, there's no reason to shoot her that many yeah. times. If you're actually trying to capture food he's like i love to hunt so much and he like drags her body away a couple feet <laughs> and, and just like <laughs> he bends over her and just starts chomping mm-hmm. and um we see kite holding the paper in his hand um and it's written awfully because like, nobody has experience writing in blood yeah. and it's just like help the chimera ants nest by a rocky area um tell other people i'm gonna die please contact the hunters um, committee yeah so, um, that was his name, Kaito. Kite is like, okay, guys, um, in- interpreter lady, look, we're gonna leave you, basically, because we need to move really quickly. And she's like, yeah, you know, the horses have been hiding their speed. It's it's good. We can still journey on the horses. And he's like, yeah, no, we we're gonna get rid of the horses and go on foot. Yes. And he turns to Gon and Killua and is like, I need you guys to come with me. But I'm not going to slow down and wait for you. And Killer was like, no, we got this. We're pros. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they, like, ready themselves, and then they burst off running. And uh, I love, this is, like, the one moment of brevity we get in the whole episode. The horse is like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I even yeah, here? Yeah, like, I'm useless. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. And then they find Pokal, or, uh... Not Pogles, but they find where the Ponzu thing was not really laid to rest, but her hat was. Uh, yeah. Because the hat, he ate the rest yeah. of her clothes, but not her hat for some strange reason. Maybe he didn't like and that the poor honey. bee. The, the bee um, that delivered their message to them earlier just like flew away. Like, I don't know what to do with my life. Yeah, it's like, my master's dead. The only reason why I'm, I'm still able to move around and have this stuff is because... When you die, your nen continues on. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it is still a real bee. No, I know, so. but still, like I'm saying, like the whole concept of it still continued with its message again was because it's nen. And so, that's what um, goes, they're, okay. They're CSIing the area. It's like, okay, um, clearly she was killed by the bullets, right? Because there's like four of them on the floor. Uh, still, uh, these are the bullets that went into her body, obviously, because he didn't shoot her at that location. So, uh, these bullets lodged in her body, and when he ate her, he didn't eat the bullets. He's like, you know, this stuff is no, that's not delicious. Um, and they talk, they talk about how the shooting itself had to be done by non-humans because. An animal, well, a human wouldn't immediately devour the person that they shot. Yes. Like this guy clearly did. So they realize that they're up against um, something even more horrifying than before because now they can use guns, which they weren't yep. doing. And on top of that, um, <laughs> they're consuming people that can use Nen. Um, so this is equally even more yes. terrible because those traits are going to get passed. Because if they on, were able um, to kill Nen users when they didn't even have Nen, you know, yeah, she'd yeah. 
It's like we have to have to make sure that none of them get out of this country. We've dropped news. Exactly. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like just blow it up from the sky. It's the only way to be sure. Yep. So yeah, that whole entire... That concludes the episode of Evil and Terrible. Um, yep. Preview for next week, we see the rabid guy fighting Gon and Killua. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else happens. With blood around his right. face. I think that was mostly it. It was just... Basically, it's the the episode's titled "The Beginning of the Fight." Because mm-hmm. now, um, Gon and Killer are actively looking, seeking out ants to destroy. Basically, because mm. they saw and this is the, and, this is the, they saw the the actual cruelty of the ants and how like this is gonna go. It's like weird because on the one hand, and I mean, and obviously, it's probably a bit of main character mm. disorder because you would think, right? The hair of these powerful creatures that have killed Ponzu, who we had trouble with um, back in the mm-hmm. day, and also have... She didn't write down Pokal's name, but you can assume that there's another hunter that was taken, because why would you come by yourself? Mm-hmm. So, you know that they're strong. You don't have any gauge of how strong they are. But also, like, you know that if they eat someone with Nen, that's going to be troublesome. And yet, you go into the fight yeah. with three of you instead of like, hey, let's all bolt. Because um, these kids who are contacting the hunter organization, well, yeah, they might listen to them. Like, they have no authority. They're not actual hunters. And you may, ha- if you've personally made the call, like, you may have been able to get um, them to send. Because they were concerned with um, not inciting a panic and dealing with the problem quietly. And obviously, like, there was some big important people that came but you're in a situation where there's like there's three of you what if you guys get eaten which is not gonna happen because you know main mm-hmm. character but i mean it would have been interesting as shit but yeah uh, to see what would happen if because they they do maintain some of their ideals yeah what would happen if if gone or killable had been an act for the rest of the show. Like, how would the rest of the society have dealt with them and all that? Um, which is a question we're going to have to answer at some point, but for other reasons. And, because could you imagine with the way, like, they're complete freaks of nature, yes. how the ant would have turned mm. out that took on their powers or was born with their yep. powers? Mm. Dude. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's when I'm I don't know if hard. they've ever had, like, a, a magical beast, like, try to enter society. Like, I guess, yeah, because uh, those, those flying rat dudes. Yeah. Right. But I don't, they never really talk much about how they're handled. And they don't, they I think it's because, like, humanity doesn't... When they do come into the world, which doesn't seem like they do all that mm-hmm. often, um, they're, like, indistinguishable from mm-hmm. other people. And they don't... Like, they don't pop into um, their regular form. And, like, are, like, sub-guys <laughs> in the middle of a major metropolitan city. Yeah. So regular people don't really have to deal mm-hmm. with them. I think, I think it works because they can change 
their identity. And they're working for the hunter organization, essentially. Right. So, I think the hunter organization is still keeping them quiet, because I don't think they regular humans know. They probably do know about magical beasts to a degree, but I don't think they know about sentient mm-hmm. ones. So... No, that's why it, I, it gets... It's, it doesn't... It doesn't come to to light at all, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of cover it up, but... It's a little bit way too ahead of where we're at. But still... That whole entire thought of, yeah, these... This could have been really bad, or still could be, I guess. Yes, it's gonna. Shit's about to yeah. hit the fan pretty soon, guys. Yep. I mean, obviously, we know what's gonna mm-hmm. happen, but as the anime only viewer, I will keep it to myself. Yeah, those are. It's 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 gonna get a lot more bloody and and gruesome than the Yorkshire arc, which. Again, it was, was pretty, pretty bloody. bloody. <laughs> pretty bloody. If this episode wasn't a show enough for you, where you got multiple bullet shots at a little girl, which, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, I didn't understand why they didn't just address the fact that, oh yeah, this is Pokal, like or Ponzu, sorry. Oh, I mean, why they didn't bring it up at all? Yeah, I mean, I understand that that part was a little bit of filler because it wasn't the manga. I mean, they weren't they weren't friends with her. No, but they would have recognized her. Be like, hey, wasn't this the, you, the hat? You know they don't care about anybody That's they're true. not friends with. That is very mm-hmm. much true. It's like, yeah, I guess. Kilo probably doesn't even remember her name. Yeah. Even though it was Leorio's person to kill. Yep. Yeah, but Kilo was not even really or friends with Or not kill, Leorio. but get her tag. Um, and to, like, again, like what we were talking about earlier, like, Obviously, like humans are being killed, now hunters are being killed, but they're still. It's not personal for Ghana Killer. Like they're not really concerned. It's like, okay, good fights to have, you know, ways to get stronger or whatever. Test my new abilities in a real um, life or death situation. I think it it's not really as serious for them as it should be here. Obviously. Things serious up in the next episode. Yes, uh, they will realize what's gone down. Yep, and of course, um, the things we have to keep in mind that were going on in the last episode, but haven't been addressed in this because you don't see the queen at all. But um, she's already laid the eggs for the king's three personal bodyguards, who are basically going to be stronger than everyone, um, in order to protect the king. Which means that. She is like right there at the threshold yep. of making the king, mm-hmm. and this is all stuff that the humans are not privy to. They have none of this knowledge, um, but also because they're transporting the message, hunters are about to um, enter the country not to explore and find out what's going on with the chimera and species, but to completely exterminate it. Yep. So- that certainly is going to be a big big whole um, aspect of, of what is you know like how are they going to deal with this now that they know that they're there and that NGL again doesn't have means of protecting itself because from their point of view I think he said it's the it's, it's nature taking its course 
like why should we stop and fight against these people where they're just you know normal they're normal ants they're normal animals if they want to eat us they should they have a right to mm-hmm. and the, the other thing that's um, not mentioned is that we haven't mentioned yet but when kite examines the body he's like oh they were manufacturing the guns in ngl along with um the drugs so ngl was gonna be um a more serious problem to the rest of the world than they previously thought is mm-hmm. gyro was basically making a personal army um and he was already yeah, obviously he's at the point where He's getting people addicted to drugs and building a large amount of capital from the drugs and possibly going to do it with the selling guns as well. So if they conquered A, the rest of the island they were on, and then B, moved into the rest of the world. Like, we don't know what Jairo's plans would have been had he not, like, been put on this path to be dead. Um, we don't know where that would have gone, yeah. but now he's he's crossed into the ants, and we see that they don't really retain their whole personality or their ideals. So it's going to be interesting to see definitely where that goes. Indeed, it'll be again now that they have Nen, or the 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 thing that interested me the most is that they were able to see Nen without knowing about it. You know? Yeah. Like that they were able to see the life force, yeah. Like, the, the, the senior officers were able to do that. Like, why? Yeah, they just didn't know you case? could... They just didn't know you could do stuff with it. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that... I mean, I don't know if the queen could, because I don't remember her being in a battle situation. But the species could have just been able to, the stronger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, because um, I think that it's just like a strength issue. You don't know what it is, but you can always see it. And then there's like the animalistic part of it, yeah. where we don't really know what animals see when they look at yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. Especially like a stronger creature looking at weaker creatures. And especially like a fucking uh, potpourri mash of a creature like the chimera ant. But you know what is lucky? That the queen didn't have any bears? Because yeah. <laughs> that would have been terrible. We'd all been doomed. You would get Could you imagine if, she, if there were fox bear on this? No, because bears are killing machines, oh, I right? I... So, a, a ant that inherits the bear's best abilities? Mm, also drunks. Which would... Yeah. <laughs> which would be like size. They have like ant bear sharks. Oh my god. Yeah, she didn't eat any large fish either, because she was too injured to collect mm-hmm. them. Right. And, like, she very quickly discovered that humans were delicious, so it's just like, don't bring me anything else, just just to people. Little did she like, know that I, there were tigers with fucking spears on their heads that could make fire. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, if the ants wiped out all the human beings, like, the tigers would probably be what takes over. But, like, you're in a situation where, like, dude, there are other horrifying animals on Earth other than, and I guess because NGL is, like, this enclosed area, and, like, bears aren't going to just show up if they're not already a part of the um, the ecosystem, which would be also terrifying. Um, but had they gotten to, because there were no real large predators on this island, 
because of guns, obviously. But had they gotten to large predators, like things could have been so much yes. worse. But there's a cheetah dude, so whatever. Maybe they did. Maybe they got a couple. Yeah. I don't know how they got that cheetah. Must have been sleeping. Because everyone else was like small mm-hmm. animals. Um, a scorpion is a tiny animal. Some spiders. Um, like the fact that's crabs, penguin, turtles. koala. Yeah. Also, I love that there was a penguin oh. on this island. Yeah. Yeah, for some strange mm-hmm. reason. And an emperor penguin at the at the very least. Yes. But actually, no. Um, I I kind of hate to spoil what you were saying, Foxy, but I just remembered in the scan of the new, the newest scan uh-huh. that we that we had, mm-hmm. there seems to be a bear. Oh, there I is. I think so. A full size bear. I know. Um, there's also a wolf guy, which we didn't right. mention. Right, that's in the future though. But mm-hmm. yeah, there is. I don't know if that's a bear or not, but he's the one wearing the he's beanie. Next, so. Do you do you see him? Uh, after real oh yeah he's the one on top of penguin which of course my internet is now like no <laughs> <laughs> you are not gonna open this page they get a turtle oh I see a bear now yeah it's yeah. kind of like a panda-ish bear yeah uh they're lame so they got I mean deadly too but yeah but they're like deadly as like that's a sec a secondary feature of yes. pandas just like just like koala, they're both um, plant eating um, mm-hmm. bears, so they're not hunting anything because the plants only sway with the wind. They don't try to run away or anything. So um, I, I was, I mean, it's good they're bears, but I was talking about like violent, deadly bears, right. like real bears <laughs> that that aren't like they're trying to kill you because you like a panda would probably push you out of the way and you would die. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas... A bear like, will smack you and then feast on your remains. Exactly. Yeah, it'll follow you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it looks like a panda, but has a face like a I know, cat. I was just about to say, it kind of looks like a cat, but I the, the ears are too bear-like. Mm-hmm. And the size, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I guess, to be fair, That's there are some combo cheap. ants here and there. True. Yeah. Most of them are, but like they all have one distinguishing mm-hmm. feature, uh, or several. Because Peggy has flippers in this. The turtle is obviously a turtle because mm-hmm. the shell. Um, but it's probably, I would say it. it I don't know what else has round ears. This is more than likely because the, especially the beginning ants, the ones that are that are mm-hmm. animal based. Um, are all small animals. Like, even a wolf, like, when you compare it to the bigger ones, bigger mm-hmm. um, predators, a wolf is still a medium-sized yeah. predator. Um, the, the cheetah would be... It's a big cat, but obviously yeah, bigger Yeah, it's ones. kind of the slimmer of uh, big cats. Oh. Yeah, it's not a lion. Deadly. Even though... Oh, oh that's man. right. Do they get a he lion? Was in the preview. Yeah, he was in the preview, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Where are they finding these animals? Yeah. Like, was it like because they did say it was a nature preserve, but like <laughs> that was. means that like naturally all these things were here and they're trying to keep it that way, which is weird. I, I think they brought the animals with them. That's the only explanation. Because mm-hmm. this isn't like there's no environment that's gonna have um, 
panda bears, mm-hmm. naturally. Lions, chickens, wolves. Okay, again, you're bringing our own knowledge of the world. No, this like, is a, a different the- world where dragons are driven on top of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But a penguin is not going to live in the same environment as a wolf. You don't know what kind of penguin okay, that is. Okay, probably. But it but only if it's a um oh, the wolves that live at the poles, but like and these are creatures with different habitats. Yeah. Like lions and cheetahs are hot weather mm. animals. They live in oh, deserts. A penguin um, they're, they're, it's not intentionally a desert, it's just that the Sahara just a became shitty a jungle. tremendous <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean jungles are really hot yeah, yeah, also. Like these are creatures that aren't supposed to coexist together because obviously the only way they would coexist together is if there was a zoo. Which I feel like if you're creating a nature preserve they decided on the animals they wanted mm. to be there. And obviously they had to have brought them with them because it doesn't make any sense for them well, to be I could there. see, I could and, see that since that's your front, then you would have to have all these different animals there. So Gyro would have to be like, okay, we need penguins. Why? Well, because... And it's not like anyone's coming to visit the zoo. You don't need yeah. penguins. We need, we need to have, yeah, we need polar bears. We need every sort of animal just because in case someone comes in. I mean... Because we can't stop them. You in- can't stop hunters from coming in there. You could grab a bunch of endangered stuff. That would make sense, like the wolves and the cheetah, because, yeah, we have hunted them to, like, endanger level at the very least. But I don't see people fucking with penguins. Like, penguins are in zoos because people mm-hmm. think they're cute. Well, true. Plus, they're very small. Like, nobody's- Unless you're an emperor penguin, in which case, this is what they look like. Yeah, they have beards. Yeah. It's awesome. They're all manly, even the women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would be able to tell by looking anyway. Because, um, like, uh, I'm looking at the scan, and it's like, all of the other ones except for the bear cat and wolf face guy are all, like, small animal-based. Because even the dude that is going to beat the shit out of them in the next episode is a rabbit. Well, he's so... a rabbit with a, f- with a bird mix. Yeah, with the bird mode. Right. But, like, the... F- a but, bird also. Yeah, Small but one. then there's a group of the lion guy, remember? He's he's there. Yeah. So he's no, pretty big. I'm saying, but like, the rabbits are going to be easier to hunt because there's going to be more of True. them. True. Like, the, the, smaller, the smaller animals um, reproduce more frequently than the larger ones. So, and they would just exist in nature without you having to bring Do them. Do you think that... And because the, the queen was wounded at the beginning... She wouldn't have been able to catch um, the bigger animals at first. Do you think this could be something like, and I, I don't know if anyone's seen this movie or not, I'm about to spoil it, but like in Prometheus, where uh-huh. um, obviously we're dealing with an, a, a, a strange life form, and in it, like the DNA of it kind of evolved into life. So from it, every single like certain DNA trait could be switched, so... N- there not necessarily has to be animals there. They just kind of, since she was eating humans and she had a fish, maybe like human and fish equals penguin. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously we're not gonna see all the bodies of all the animals um, she ate, but like literally, we are probably not gonna see another animal until after this arc. 
And that could easily just mean like they bled the area dry before they found the humans anyway. Yeah, probably. But it was tons of them and they were all going out to hunt at the same time. But it, it's not a major concern. It's just something that popped in my head. Like, why are, like, there are these apex predators here and, like, they're stronger. Like, the only thing is the animals don't use Nen, so <laughs> eventually you'd want to eat people. Mm-hmm. But the animals all have, with the exception of Nen, they all have developed um, much better physical characteristics. And I think that's why, um, the hunters are going to have such a problem with them because you have the best physical characteristics of all the animals in this environment, whether they're there or not, plus Nen, plus human level or further intelligence. It's like, you are fucked. And they learn really, really, really quickly. Because, like, um, it's a slight spoiler, but, like, once they got the Nen, they were just like, okay, oh, okay, this is how all of this works. They didn't need books, nope. nothing. They're like, I have already come up with my special ability. I'm ready to further fuck shit up in this world. Yeah. And, like, they were... It, it's very lucky that a lot of the ants don't have aspirations. Because, dude... If more of them were just like, we are piecing the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I don't have time for this king and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be and, my own king and shit. Yeah. Well, you kind of get that a little bit. Except... She doesn't try to no, leave. No, she them. don't. She's just trying to be her own thing. But she's she, still... She ain't trying to be no Kelly. She's trying to be some Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured that. I told. Okay. Sorry. I, as soon as you said Kelly, I started thinking about Save by the Bell, and I was like, "But she's the apex predator in the yeah. situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> who else are you gonna be?" No, 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 no Save by the Bell reference there. It was a Destiny's Child reference. As listeners, if you didn't get that. But I forgot about the scene at the end of the episode where they show all the human skulls and the queen is sitting uh-huh. there eating the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought that she would just eat everything whole. Or not whole, but like she could just... Get the eat. meat. Yeah, get through the bones. Like, just eat the bones, too. Look, she ain't black. She's not trying to yeah. get her marrow <laughs> yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. I just, I figured... <laughs> I figured she'd be just like a normal animal where they just go yeah and, and just pass the bones right. afterwards. Some of them do that. Um, I actually because she's been eating them for so long and it's just like trying to eat as much of them as possible. She's figured out a way to do it efficiently. And just she just sucks out the and just suck out the brain and eat. Like she's probably figured out how to puncture the skull and take the brain out without completely destroying it, and that's probably faster than, like, crunching through the bones and being like, alright, let me get the juicy parts. So, because, I mean, the human brain is encased in some pretty difficult Mm. material to get at. It's much easier to pull out people's livers and eat them. True. And kidneys. But apparently that's not where all the nutrition is, so she wants to get at that Nutrition is is the brain. Plus, that's, like, where your genetic code is. I mean, yeah. I mean... It's That's the part that directs the whole mm-hmm. body and tells it what to do. But, like, it, it's funny because the life is in the heart. And um, in all, like, ancient mythology, the heart is what you go after to get the characteristics. But in this, like, it, as it should, um, it's going after, the, like, the part of the body that forms identity and all of that stuff. It's like, yeah, let me eat the brain. That's what matters. And you don't see any other of the body parts, just the skulls. Yeah. 
Why she just decapitates? Maybe them? she doesn't even bother with the rest of the body at it's this just point. Just all brains. She's just a zombie. Yep. That works. Later on, though, but I mean, like you're right. Though later on, um, there is an instance when there's a lot of brain probing going on, or only one situation that I can think of that happens. Like aliens. Yeah. They're basically aliens. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah. Without without having actually came from mm -hmm. another planet, but it's the same sort of situation. So, did we get any? Um, feedback. Mm, not that I know of. I mean, we had the email from before that we recorded with Doc, but it didn't get recorded. So we could do Should that. Should we go it. over it then? Well, because we, yeah, yeah we, because we wanted to save it mm -hmm. so when you got here, we uh, were here. okay. So that way it wouldn't just be us two answering. Fair enough. So this is from um, was it urbanly unimportant mm -hmm. AC. Mm -hmm. Of course, I fuck up trying to get back into the podcast. You know, <laughs> halfway through, I'm like, "Oh God, I didn't spell this properly." Um, so he was asking us what we would think would happen um, if Gon and Killua live to be in their fifties. Like, how we think their abilities would develop. Um, and the example he gives is how um, I forgot his name, but the president of the Hunter organization, how his ability developed um, from the time he first started doing it. And um, with him, you'd have to take into account his obvious martial arts background and um, whatnot. Um, but where do you think Gon and Killua would go? Gon with developing, um, which one he didn't use? Scissors? Yes. Um, and what Killua, how far you think Killua would make it um, with his lightning ability? Mm -hmm. And, not lightning, electricity ability. And... Last time we talked about it, I was just like, I don't know, whatever. They would just do stuff. Um, but considering his grandfather's ability, which is shown in this arc, um, here he makes it rain dragons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Killua would probably develop something similar because making it rain lightning is actually yes. sensible. It doesn't literally mm -hmm. do that, but it could look like it if you're in the middle of a really bad lightning storm. So it would be probably something on the level of a tremendous lightning storm. And who storm. knows, maybe he might learn some uh, tricks from his gramps, you know? Or maybe he might become living lightning. Yeah. That might be it. Electricity, I keep saying lightning. Lightning I, I sounds I think I want it to be Lightning yeah. is cooler. And, like, he should have, um, even if he doesn't have a thunder guy, but just have a guy, so have either, um... A side effect of the electricity mm -hmm. ability is like the loud thunderclap, or like there's just a dude with a soundboard that follows him around and he does things like, because you can't hear electricity. Sort of, you can hear it crackle. But well, I guess if he drops it down like it. lightning, it'll make the thunder sound right. He should become yes, Thor. Just get a hammer. I, he doesn't need it, but like electrify the hammer and beat people with it. Because like a lot of, even though they have insubstantial abilities, like the hunters really do seem to favor physical weapons. Um, he has his yo-yo for now, but that's like a kid's weapon. And as you grow up, you probably won't keep it. The um, the fact that he can actually technically fly too would definitely help in that case. Or just jump really high and just... 
I mean, he'll probably be able to figure. It would be awesome if he could like travel along power lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, That'd yeah. be cool. If you could make yourself Light. into um in some stuff, which I don't think anybody can do. Um, that's not about human. Can people do I that? I think that God, who did that before? There's uh, Electro from Marvel, Marvel Universe. He I was mean, able to do that. I meant within oh, the universe. Of yeah, possible. I mean, I'm also, sure. With, if you with can turn would traveling along power lines be that useful in the Hunter universe? Considering that, like, it's not like cities aren't as big as they are in like real life. I There's like know. way more wildlife areas. But like a lot of the things the hunters do aren't because they're useful. Why would you? Because they're. Yeah, I was cool. gonna say like, why would you want to go through electricity or power lines when you could ride a dragon? Like, that seems I mean, a lot yeah, but more badass just... to like. You could just pop up in people's houses when they're hiding from you. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. We got away. That dude doesn't know where I live. And he just comes on the power line and, like, erupts out of the socket. <laughs> and you just be like, okay, game over, I guess. Yeah. My life was fun. Yeah. Sort of. Probably mostly unfulfilling. Yes. And I'm a 40 But I'll like, take me wherever. Um, in terms of, I don't even know what, because um, paper is a mission mm-hmm. and... Um, rock is enhanced. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so, what's the next ability on the other side of him? Uh, of I, thought, I, I thought, thought he it was had specialized. Wasn't it specialization? Mm-hmm. What scissors? No, 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 no. Scissors is uh... no. With like, it's in the middle of two, and the two on either side of you are the ones you could use. Oh, right, right, right. Um, right. Hunterpedia. Yeah, I don't even remember the name of the thing that I yeah. should be looking up on Hunterpedia. Nen? <laughs> yeah. Because <that's> <laughs> I was trying to think. I couldn't even remember what shape the thing is in. It's and in I'm just like. One, two. It's in a uh, hexagon. X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in a hexagon. Uh, so it's in han- emitter and transmitter. Yeah. So it would be so the quality. Be. He would be able to change right. the quality of his aura. Right. So scissors. Uh, he's supposed to make like his aura sharp, right? Mm-hmm. So he could technically cut things from. Mm-hmm. There'd probably be some sort yeah. of blade. Right. That sounds boring. It does. Well, it he has the main enhances. But then again, you it do happens. have the whole entire. Um, like, Transmuter was Hisoka, and I would never think of having bungee gum. Yeah, but Hisoka is creative and dastardly. Oh, and Gon <laughs> is clever, but he's also extremely he's also straightforward. Kind of so it would, that's, it would literally be a sword. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably more. Well, it is accurate just because of the whole, like, mm-hmm. rock, paper, scissor things. Like, okay, rock is enhancer, so I could punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Emitter is paper, so I could, you know, mm-hmm. cut or technically. You can right? yes. And then transmuter would be something that I could cut you with, because scissors. Because scissors. Yeah. I mean, he might he might also do like because um if we're going with the blade idea, he might do like a thousand swords kind of thing. Um, yeah, but that would be where emitter, you form all the blades. So. Yeah, where he would be able to summon but, like, a thousand swords. So he turned his aura into a thousand right. swords, and just 
chuck all of them at I don't you. Know. Why I not still, I still don't it? even see a, a Maybe gone doing burn. that. You could do like you're talking about like a combination between emitter and transmuter, like mm-hmm. using both of those together and being like, go. "Here's yeah. a soul." And, and, and I throw it at that's you. the best. That's the best. Um, well, the whole sword. Thing. He would just he would just throw scissors because <laughs> he's still an idiot. <laughs> um, but I to to be honest, I don't see Gon living very long. Is he's kind of incredibly reckless, and he needs a person who can keep him in check all the time. Um, like his his dad is reckless, but he's also very um, concerned with self preservation. Um, possibly that's something that he develops as he grew into adulthood. Um, like gone always seems like he can take care of himself, but he gets himself into situations because of his personality that are often too difficult for him to handle alone. So I'm seeing him at some point just blustering into a situation without all of the knowledge um, because of emotion and getting killed, probably 30s or 20s. But he'd be pretty powerful at that time. He'd probably be um, top two dead or alive. Um, Killua I see living longer simply because even after the spoiler redacted thing happens um he's still that's still a part of his personality um where assess the situation first find out if it's able to live through it then proceed from there um and in addition his current situation involves him keeping another person alive so i just see him living longer and being able to develop his Nen further. And of course, he's a more creative person than mm-hmm. Gon also. So his ability probably would be some extension of Janken from the beginning. Um, I don't think... It's just probably just going to be stronger yeah. um, in terms of a natural evolution into something way more mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like combinations for Gon now. Like I can see like maybe Enhancer and Transmuter, like... Maybe it becomes like one ability, and the rock paper scissors is like phases through the ability instead mm-hmm. of um, all individual things. Because you know when you do um, um, when you play rock paper scissors in English, especially, you save the mm-hmm. three things, so it could become like a shift through um, the enhancer, emitter, and transmitter mm-hmm. abilities all in one, instead of, like, saying rock, paper, scissors, and then choosing mm-hmm. rock to punch the shit out of something, choosing paper to do the emission mm-hmm. ability. Because um, the most powerful abilities are obviously when you combine um, different elements of Nen into one. And um, maybe it's possible for him to come up with something that combines the perhaps. three. Hmm, yeah. But I guess that's out of my imagination. <laughs> It, it very much is out of yeah, my mind. I don't even know because it's like you would have to shoot out something that it's enhanced. And, the mm-hmm. shooting part would probably be mm-hmm. the end, and of course, you could always punch something and then shoot through mm-hmm. their body. Yeah, I'm not entirely. Which would be useful if you were like fighting again. Tank. I would really want to know if he's able to actually have control over his full enhancing ability, because then you could use like maybe the hair that he had, right? 
Because uh-huh. you got like a shitload of hair out of nowhere. Yeah. So maybe you could turn that into like needles or spikes or something. It's like you suddenly grow older and it's all uh, like, really? All the passage of time went through your hair mm-hmm. also. Okay. Um, But we've seen slight enhancing abilities with hair, obviously with um, Kilo's dad. Mm-hmm. I think like I mentioned the first time we talked about it, where he used his hair um, to cut off circulation and stop bleeding. Yes. It's possible because we have a character, um, Palm, that has attacks mm. with hair. So it's not like it's impossible. And he's met her and has some sort of yes. affinity for her. Um, so he may get mm. ideas based on her abilities. Yeah, she's got one man, uh, specialization. Is that what that is? Um, I, can't remember. I can't remember her type of aura, but... And we are on Huntopedia. Yeah. But either way, it's something that's unique to her and her alone. Don't mean you can't get ideas. But um, she's she's actually oh she is okay. Well so, then, never mind. Yeah. Then at that point, she can. So she he's not gonna do it at all because that would just right. be stealing. <laughs> Unless she dies, in which case, yes. steal away. Uh, so far, not the case though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's twelve now. Right, you never that's know. True. She could die in the future. She's also psychic. It happens. So that would definitely be... Uh, the abilities related to that would be unique to her. But the hair thing, he mm-hmm. could do. I'm sure he'll, he'll put on a dress. <laughs> <laughs> this is ultimate ability. Something yeah. or other around that. But, Yeah. I mean, maybe he mimics Biscuit's ability eventually. Not the actual mm-hmm. men ability, but the remaining in the child mm-hmm. body thing. Because murder face. Because, like, <laughs> um, like, she punches stuff and it explodes. And she's like, I need to retain um, using a, a limited amount mm-hmm. of my Nen during my everyday life or I would literally kill everything. Um, and he probably would end up at that point because even she's like this dude um, has a frightening amount of yeah. potential. And like if if he doesn't run into the right people along the way in life, he would be an extremely dangerous yeah. individual. And and that's probably why so many people, as soon as they meet him, are like, "Yo, we gotta show this kid the way." Because yeah. if we let him, he he has the the latent ability that he would stay alive as long as people aren't trying to actively trying to kill him, yes. like Ahsoka. He's very lucky, and Ahsoka is like, you're interesting, and not like, I need to kill you immediately, because um, you are going to possibly be in a situation where you could kill me. Um, like, could you imagine if he had gotten mentored by someone that was evil, and or someone that was more inclined mm-hmm. towards evil than a lot of the people he's run into are so far? Is he, he He's developed a sort of strong idea of good and bad, even though it's all, like, relative right. to him. Had he, like, come up with Gyro or someone like that, like... That would have been a completely different aspect. But, I mean, it's a, it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes forward again, just because from this point forward, he's on his own. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So, again, Tagashi picked the perfect fucking time to leave, and it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I can see Gon going, though, like, either two different ways. Like, he stays, like, a super dumb idiot for the rest of his life, but he's just really strong, or it goes the normal anime route of, like, the stupid dumb becomes, like, enlightened and awesome shit or uh-huh. whatever when they're old. I guess, like, the way his powers will go depends on uh, if if it ever gets this far, as shown by Tagashi, whether Tagashi decides whether, you know, Gon will take whatever path. Yep, indeed. Mm. And as far as Killua, I think... I, I mean, he kind of has, like, a bunch of examples, like, from his dad and his grandpa, so... Sure. He'll have something awesome. Alright, so... I think that just about does it for this episode. Mm -hmm. So if you want to send in an email, it's ajxhpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook at ajxhpodcast on both. You could also call us, leave a voicemail at 954-324-7722 three-minute voicemail at 954-324-7722 it's awesome and fun, and it puts your voice on the show, and you get to say things that I get yes. stuff at. So there's that. Um, so thank you guys for listening to us again. Um, and it, it is fun to go along with this arc, especially since we don't know what Madhouse is doing, since they're not as straightforward as they have been yes. in previous arcs. So, all right, guys. Alrighty. Oh, and of course. Don't forget, Hunters. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the climax is Ahsoka's penis. I know we haven't seen him, but it's always we won't, see, we won't see him for a while, too. Mm-hmm. For a long, long time. Don't worry, it's always climaxing. Goodbye, jerk faces. <laughs> <laughs>
時を超えて」